So I'm just meeting Jessica here. She's with the meditation with us. And I'm just kind of curious because we've just met, but it sounds like she's involved herself quite intimately now with some of the issues around here regarding exploitation of nature. And But I'm not going to even say more about that. Do you mind? We've just met, so do you mind describing some of your interests and or what got you into nature in the first place or how come you're involved or? Um, yeah, just... Um Notice started noticing in the Kootenays uh, just more animal habitat disappearing and forest disappearing and uh, places where I used to go hike were disappearing and just started looking deeper into it to find that there was well no le- like a lot of unregulated private land logging and learned more about forestry and how the legislation worked that we didn't have the protection that I'd assumed we'd had like in regards to uh, water uh, particularly our watersheds to our communities I'd always assumed that our drinking water was a basic human right so looking deeper into that that it's kind of complicated yeah and um yeah, just from there, just started organizing Waters Life events to just try to um, educate the public so they could make informed decisions and and take action that they felt comfortable with, having the knowledge uh, from how forestry works, what our rights are. and So it's been about a year, and... Yeah, just learned a lot that it's a very multifaceted uh, challenge, I guess. Uh, we've got to approach governments, change legislation. Um, but I've also learned a lot about regenerative forestry practices that have worked in other areas where we can have feed vitality back into our communities while maintaining biodiverse forests and animal habitat and protecting our water. So I guess it's just bridging that gap between this old model that's no longer serving us, it's not sustainable, and transitioning to the new way. Um, and yeah, as far as us versus them, like us versus the loggers, that's, <clears throat> that's also an old paradigm. Because we are one, and it's their future too, and um, just trying to find that common ground, those common values, and uh, support the people that are currently in the industry, help them transition uh, into the new way. Because, you know, I think it comes down to security. We all want to feel safe, secure, our families feeling safe and secure. So for some of them working in the industry, that security could be money or their livelihoods so finding a way to support them in the transition that they'll still be safe their families will still be provided for and um, at the same time will the environment for all of us will be saved so yeah just kind of doing away with that old uh, stereotype that it's you know tree-hugging hippies standing on the road against loggers. It's not, 
it's not like that. It's much deeper than that. So, yeah. and um, and there's a lot of like logging's been going on for decades, but um, feller bunchers have not. Yeah. So True. that's you know it's. Uh, do they do that here in these mountains? Oh, yeah. yeah. They go up hillsides and whatnot. Oh yeah. yeah. The guys got the fanciest house on the lake. <laughs> Sandy Mitchell's got like a big company. Yeah. Well, it's not that big because he has a lot less people working for him now. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got he's got a couple of those. I think. Yeah, that's the and other misconception. one day. We have yeah. them too, but I didn't know you could do it in the mountains. Yeah, it's the the pace at which it can be done. Like, <clears throat> there's a company out north of the lake called Suttles, and they do it the old <clears throat> way, so they they could have a area that they could log over the course of five years, for example. But these bigger companies come in with a couple feller bunches, and they can do that in five months. So yeah. It's not uh, this industrial volume-based logging that caters to foreign markets has not been what's been going on for decades. So you know, we're reaching that tipping point. And we can't keep going at this rate. So, so yeah, it's just like <coughs> educating everyone in the industry, everyone out of the industry, and bridging that gap. And, but as far as standing out on the roads, like a lot of people are, in a lot of communities and people have tried every angle. Meanwhile, we feel the change coming, but the rate at which our old growth and our only, like <coughs> up here is the uh, Revelstoke down to our headwaters here is the only inland temperate rainforest. Okay. Um, so that's and it's the currently lungs. threatened and it's being and it's logged? it's currently under threat, yeah. And that's the lungs of our entire uh, ecosystem. Our, it governs our climate here. So, you know, every year we have smoky skies and it's like guaranteed every summer we're going to have forest fires now and Grand Forks flooding two years in a row. And so it's just... You know, our food security is being jeopardized as farmers, um, our homes, our livelihoods, like everything's being jeopardized and uh, the clear mass extraction, exposing that, the earth like that, raising the temperatures of the earth and then the water that trickles down and not even to mention the last loss of animal habitat and that, and then there's that imbalance of predator prey imbalance and then we have these mass hunting things that go on to get rid of the predators but it's, it's because their habitat's being lost and uh, so yeah getting out there on the road and you know protesting or blockading seems pretty bold but we're just trying to slow down the process as the change comes so but yeah I guess it's just it's multifaceted like the it's many different angles and I guess us as the protesters represent kind of the social problem like, the, <laughs> like the, how, how it's become a social problem right. so, um, yeah so now we're at that point I mean you may have heard of some of the arrests uh, I mean, we all got arrested I haven't because I'm not from here oh Can, I, I yeah. ha like I'm not from here 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, we've been protesting a lot over the past year, and the last one just resulted in everyone getting arrested. So it's like now it's becoming a little uncharted territory because now do we have the civil rights to protest or not? Or yeah. is authorities just the teeth of the industry to escort them to work as we're just simply trying to save our waters, our headwaters and our temperate inland temperate rainforests and so yeah it's become um, a pivotal point of where the but government's going to take a stand and, on our side now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whose side are they on now so yeah so that's yeah. <laughs> just the most recent thing so it's kind of like yeah come to that but yeah that's great yeah we're getting some response from like interior health um, a couple different politicians and whatnot that are looking into it, so just got to keep going. Yeah, just keep. <laughs> yeah. In <Wow>. a nutshell. <laughs> Thanks a lot for sharing that with us. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. well said. Thanks.